Warning, the following podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener, discretion is advised. Oh, you won't even believe the story if I told you. Got this far. Randy, edit this. It was porn. I know it was okay. porn. Bang, zoom. We're gonna talk about Scarlet Giant. Oh dear! Oh dear God! You are listening to Dogfin Radio. Welcome to Dogfin Radio. What up, everybody? What's up? Hi, Cavron. So that was a long break, and we had a lot of shit, 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 shit. Just like a metric ton of shit. <laughs> yes. So, so let's start with the the good stuff first. Go ahead, and uh, so and then we'll get to our shit. Then we'll get to our <laughs> shit. Well, we do have a an interview actually today with the, with the one of the creators of LostHope.tv. Awesome, and awesome. Let's see if we can uh, get him on the Skype. Come on, Skypeness! Here comes the Skypeness. <laughs> Hey, this is John Randy from Dogfin Radio. How you doing? Pretty good. Finally got all the technical glitches all done with getting the Skype thing to work. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Nice to finally hear your voices, too. Oh. Can you not hear our voices? Oh, I can hear you fine. I was saying nice to hear your voices. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> More glitches. <laughs> Just to let the people know who you are, if you feel the sudden urge to slip in a plug, I we will not stop you. So tell us who you are and, you know, what's going on. Yeah, so yeah, my name is Jeff Salmon. Um, I'm an aspiring director and writer and creator of animated series and uh, inter, indie interweb series, if you will. Uh, spent a couple of years making live action series and live action spinoff to that series. We did uh, web comics together with my wife, um, and together actually we've done all of our projects together over the years, and we've been together for about 15 years. Um, and now we're moving on to our latest, kind of biggest, baddest uh, ambition ever, Lost Hope, which is an uh, animated sci-fi comedy for adults, uh, mature theme, kind of like Archer Crash the Star Wars. That's incredible. Another power couple that I just can't help but feel entirely envious of. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get through this. <laughs> <laughs> they said it's like it's like Archer mixed with Star Wars, and it's and like so an adult base. Have I? I feel like I've seen this before. Is there a way we can like take a, a peek of it? You have trailers or anything like that online, or? Yeah, if you uh, hit up LockedHope.tv, we got our trailers up there right now. We got some cast interviews and uh, a bunch of other behind the scenes stuff and some artwork and all that kind of crap too. Awesome, cool beans. Let's see. So what is the main influence about your series right now? I mean, you, you mentioned Archer, you mentioned Star Wars. Is there anything else, like the drawing styles, like Bruce Timm, or is it like, is it more... Explain some of like, the influence of the art style, or maybe some of the, the music, or just basically the comedy, whatever you want to talk about. 
Yeah, well, um, Natalie's doing all the artwork for it. She's an amazing hand-drawn artist. I'm more of the uh, the writer and the story developer. Mm-hmm. And she's come up with her own kind of unique style. It's a very cut-out style like Archer, so that's where you draw the heavily influence of the, the animation style. Right. Uh, but the drawing artwork style itself is a Natalie original. And she's done a good job of defining her from Archer by uh, spending a lot of time refining the characters and going through probably eight iterations of each character to just finally get what we have. Um, but I mean, we use Star Wars meets Archer because it's really, it's, it's kind of like a uh, sci-fi Archer-esque comedy. And, um, but I mean, you can relate it to many other sci-fis. I mean, Battlestar Galactica comes to mind because it is kind of a story that centers around the last of humanity stuck on one large massive ship that's being hunted down across the galaxy uh, by the gray aliens. And we're kind of also tying it to real world events, starting with the Roswell in 1947 and moving through the years and decades of them building this massive arc and then finally having to escape the alien apocalypse and uh, all the debauchery and comedy and sarcasm and and bullshit that comes with that, that uh, a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing, who are smashed together, have to survive and endure. Whoa, that's... That's intense for a cartoon. <laughs> it just seems like you're like, whoa, my hair just flew back a little bit, and I'm suffering from male pattern baldness. So yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you I'm glad your hair came back just for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things I was wondering um, with the voices for the characters, how did you come across like hiring them and doing stuff like that? John wants a job. Yeah, it's, 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 that was actually, a lot of people get asked that question right off, right off the bat, too, and it's, it's, it's the same answer across the board. It's about having the confidence to just ask, you know, as, as an independent developer, your resources are limited. Um, you don't necessarily have all the network connections that someone in the Hollywood scene or L.A. would have, especially up here in Canada with me and Natalie, uh, doing it at our home pretty much. Um, and so we just kind of dropped the line on Twitter and social networks and, I knew Vince, um, well, I knew of Vince, I should say, through the Guild from Felicia Day when they released that, and he was the first one we cast, um, and he played Blades in the Guild, and that was, uh, I was a fan of the show already, and fan of his character, and fan of his work, so I dropped him a line on Twitter, and a couple weeks later, he got back to me, he's like, you know, this sounds like a cool idea, send me a script, and uh, as soon as he read it, he sent me an audition, and bam, he, he nailed it as Dawson Connor, and he became one of our main characters. Um... And then I had a friend out of uh, New Zealand, his name is Louis Roscoe, he has his own animation studio making a horror 3D sci-fi animated series called uh, Arksville Homicide. And uh, he knew Anna Hewlett, who I ended up hiring, and I knew him prior to that from our animation groups online and whatnot, and he wanted to be involved, so I got those two involved. But Anna, who came on as Clara Hope, one of our main characters, I should say, she happened to know Michael Hurst and worked with him on stage. And Michael Hurst, of course, from Xena and Hercules, and most recently directing Ash vs. Evil Dead for Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she called him up and said, hey, I got this, this animation project I'm working on. Would you be interested in lending your voice to be the uh, bigoted, kind of racist, uh, old man from 100 years ago who captains the ship? And so... He said, that sounds really interesting, send me a script. He read it, he loved it, and uh, he joined on too. And I think Marisha Ray, um, best known as um, her role in Superpower Beatdown, uh, she also did Backwards Spoiled, and right now she's on Critical Role on Geek and Sundry with uh, Matthew Mercer. Uh, I just contacted her on uh, Twitter as well and said, hey, I love your voice. you you got a nice commanding voice. We have this character, Simmons. She's a LGBT character. She's strong-willed, um, and she really needs to have a lot of sass, and I think you can pull it off. And so about a week later, she got back to me as well. I sent her the script. She loved it. And bam, we just ran with it. We are literally speechless on this side of the table, i got to say. Yeah. It's just like, we're just, whoa, man. Just, <laughs> whoa. 
He just essentially he just went to Twitter, to the Twitter well, and just like scooped up everyone he needed, and just like now I'm going to create something awesome in my cauldron of awesomeness, and yeah. then kaboom. Looks like I need again. Another day, more. another day is saved. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now I'm going to go back to my overly attractive hot wife who also is an artist and just enjoy the day. Yes. <sighs> it's a, I'm not going to lie. It is, it is quite a bit of work and animation takes quite a bit of patience and uh, especially for just two people trying to do it out of their home. Uh, and, you know, that's where the Kickstarter comes in, you know, trying to get the, the raise the funds to, to pay a bunch of animators to come on board and actually make it happen. I mean, the voice actors have already come on board. They've already done all the voices and recorded them with us and, and we've got the storyboards done, the backgrounds and scenes built, and all the character rigs built, and they're all ready to go, but we need to buy back time for people to actually animate it. And that's, that's where the real struggle comes in on in the indie side, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So, and that's when I'm podcasting, like you guys, so, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we'll do our best to try and get that uh, Kickstarter page as far and as wide yeah. as we can, so that way we can get you that money you need to finish your, you know, to to just so we, that way we could just sit here and watch it on you know FX later on in life. So and know that we're right. in some small insignificant part. We're like, hey, look, we helped. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like, right. like shake and bake. <laughs> shake and bake. <laughs> we'll do the shaking, and then you can do all the cooking and all the <laughs> buying the groceries and whatnot. Terrible cooking. Don't do that. I'll burn the house down. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> who who burns the house down with shake and bake? That is a good question. Me, I burnt minute rice, man. Come on. <laughs> that is that is. Okay. See, he he just yeah, whatever. Find something <laughs> new every day. <laughs> Find something. Uh, another good question I have for you with um, all the characters you have, or even based off of real life people that you that you know. Uh, well, originally when I developed the idea, I had all these different people in mind for my my real life. I have friends and family that that the characters originally. Um, kind of came around, but by then I hadn't already cast the actors or anything. And then when we cast the actors, it kind of started turning into them. You know, we started taking kind of their aspects. And then we actually got to the artwork. We designed the character models around our individual actors because, God forbid, if one day we get fully funded and we can make a live-action movie, we want to do it an animated live-action version of our show with the original voice actors playing their characters because they look like their characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've done that before. We'd like to be the first. And if we can get funded, we can do that, you know? And so I thought I'd take that opportunity. So it's kind of evolved. It, it went from me taking aspects of my friends and family that I know and love and quirky banter that we have all the time when we're hanging out playing video games, you know, having a few beers. And then it kind of developed into the big story we had. And then we brought all these actors on. They breathed their own life into the characters. They, they really did grab them by the balls and turn them into their own thing, you know? Yeah. That's, I mean, it sounds awesome. It just, I mean, I'm I'm wanting, like, I, I want to just pause and go watch this thing on the trailer at least right now, just just so I can feel it in my bones. Like, oh, this is so cool! It's, I'm so hyped. I'm ready to go. I'm so hyped for you. Ugh. That's awesome. I love to hear that. You know, because when you have your head down long and in, in animating and the storyboarding and, and writing the little scripts, you tend to forget all the people who are watching and have eyes on you. You know, and it's nice to hear. You know how excited people get about it. I don't know if John John probably puts the Kickstarter on our page, but. Just in case, you know, people listen to it and don't actually go to our page, because it happens. Uh, could you just, uh, Kickstarter, where's it, where's it on Kickstarter? Like, Kickstarter.com? Well, you bet, you bet that's probably just go to our main website, LostHope.tv. There's a link right in the top to our Kickstarter. Um, I only say that because Kickstarter links are ridiculously long. Right. Um, 
And, of course, LoftHope.tv also has access to our giveaways and contests. You know, we have a couple of things going on right now to try and promote the Kickstarter itself, including a, a contest to get a custom 30-second voice message from the voice actor of your choosing of our cast. Right. And they'll just send you a message that you uh, send to us. It has to be approved. You don't want them to say crazy, you know, creepy stuff, but, you know. Um, and then in a couple of weeks, we're going to be launching the next one, which gives away our uh, $250 package. Uh, from Kickstarter, we're giving away one of those, and it gives you our card game that we developed, which is an awesome party game for drinking and having fun with your friends. Uh, then, yeah, we built a card game it's called uh, Lost Hope Insult to Injury. It's really cool. Uh, then we also have uh, two really awesome mounted laminated posters that will be signed by me and Natalie, and then we also have a USB dog tag that will come loaded with all the digital content that we have. Oh, that is and, awesome. And then after that, we have one more contest at the very end of the campaign that we're running for the last week, which will be you get to be a character in the background of our show. Boom. There it is. There it is right there. That's that's the one we can – it, can it be, like, two people? Can we be, like, an amorphous blob that with two heads and then, like we'll – That's actually that bad. Totally be done with that. Because <laughs> that would be like, hey, we're like – it's the dog fin monster or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like both your heads in a big blob yeah. wearing, like, big – on its back and like a half a dog sticking just out one, of it somewhere. One side constantly <laughs> masturbating and just will not stop. Will you stop that, Randy? <laughs> I can't. It's for my survival. Our species needs it. <laughs> what species? They're all dead. Oh. <laughs> See, we're doing character development now. See, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna write us. Sh- I'm gonna write us into this show. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I want to be like. The black character on Archer that only showed up twice. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kanye Stern. Kanye, yeah, yeah Kanye Stern. And cut off, and then Gillette ends up getting his hands sewn on him. That'd yep. be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we take a big inspiration for Archer. It's, it's so good. I'm glad I think the, epi- the new episode just came out for Archer like a couple days ago. It was really awesome. Really glad they're back. Um, and, you know, I, those that's they helped inspire us. It's oh, yeah. Part of- stepped far, far away from that ISIS logo. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other questions, John? Um, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm whatever, man. I'm I'm good. Let's do this. I'm, I want I want to do this. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I want to do this. <laughs> we're both running. Don't know where. <laughs> Let's run fast as we can. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad we can inspire you guys. Oh yes. Yeah. So into. It. And I'm just gonna throw this out there. If you're ever looking for another character, I am trying to be a voice actor as well. So. Throwing that out there. Amorphous blob. Two-headed blob. <laughs> we could die in one episode. Just like show up and like, don't shoot. And we could suck down an airlock. It'd be fun. <laughs> then you shoot oh, one head and the other one like, no, he had three days till retirement. <laughs> All right. Normally when we have calling guests, we have them stick around for the entire episode. Or like last time we had a calling guest, she kind of flaked out on us. So if... I mean, we we uh, we really appreciate the time you've given us, and thank you for being really cool about our schedules and stuff and whatnot. Um, if you want to stick around with us and just chit chat, that's cool. But if yeah, you, I, I mean, if you just want to, if you want to just sign off, and we'll let everyone know where to go: lostplanet.com or losthope.tv. Sorry, my bad. He said it twice. Losthope.com. That will take you to an EA game, I think. <laughs> I think so. Wait, or some <laughs> kind of weird... I did not make the EA game because it wasn't very good. Type in lostplanet.com. See if it's a porno. 
<laughs> God. I'm curious now. Is it an EA game? Because yeah. I'll feel really bad. Yeah. I think it was. What? I think. Um, no, it's something cover shooter. This is no. twisted. Um, nope. No, this nope. Is, Turn nope. away. No, this is something else at LostPlanet.com. That is something weird. That is, that is an <laughs> a, escape. <laughs> what am I getting myself into here? Is it Back face, no. <laughs> yeah. LostHope.tv, everyone. LostHope.tv. Check out the Kickstarter. Get all the giveaways. You can be in a cartoon. That's awesome. You got That's got to be one of the things. Like, everyone wants to be in a cartoon. Everybody. Right? Everyone's got to be in a one cartoon. I mean, I know I wanted to be like Joe Exposition in Batman the Animated Series. Like, oh no, the two fish got away or some or whatever. But and then he had to oh, be that, like that gas mask or whatever. That Batman the Animated Series has got to be one of my favorites of all time. Oh, I know. Oh, that was such a good show. So dark and sinister for a kid's show. Told so many great stories and just. Like, and of course, Kevin Conroy is the bat. I don't care what anyone says. That's He's right. The bat. He is the true Batman. Right. But we're we're gonna get into that later when I get all liquored up and try to do my review about Batman Superman. So well, I haven't yet. <laughs> but oh, did anyone else see that? Like the twelve-minute like sneak peek of the Killing Joke. That looks awesome. No, I saw the post for today, but I haven't watched it yet. Oh man, it's on you. Well, the one I found on YouTube was all glitchy, but there's one that's better, and it's it's essentially just you know it's a behind the scenes of yeah we're making the Killing Joke and it's as rated R as we can make it. <laughs> oh, it wasn't an April Fool's one though. No, was it, it wasn't. It was like I mean, <laughs> true to life. It had animation and uh, straight from they have Tara Strong as Batgirl, Kevin Conroy as Batman, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Uh, Ray Weiss as Commissioner Gordon. Shit, everyone's back. Yeah, except for, you know. That's the phantasm all over again. Yes, yeah. it's going to be awesome. And it's, you know, it is the the quintessential Joker story. Uh, oh, it's going to be amazing. I just can't. I was watching. I was like, I want, I want it now. No, it's coming in the summer. No. Patience doesn't exist. Give it back to me. I live in the world like, of instant People like, how did you get Mark Hamill through in episode eight? And I was like, doing a voice act. He could slip in a Joker for like over the phone and still it'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I assume nowadays he just talks like a Joker all the time. Oh, man. And then, like, apparently it's going to be more Batgirl-centric. So Tara Strong's going to be in it a whole bunch. And then we're going to have, like, the Ke- Kevin Conroy's going to kill the Joker. <laughs> According to you know, according to Grant Morrison, but just no one else knows that. <laughs> I was listening to that interview with Kevin Smith and Grant Morrison talking about the Killing Joke, and it's like, oh yeah, it's still a lot better when how Kevin Smith uh, dissected Batman versus Superman. Whatever. Oh, I, like I, I said, I'm saving that towards the end. Okay. <laughs> towards the end. Do you want to get into work? I mean, yeah. All right, because I've already kind of slipped in there a little bit, and I was like, oh, there's a Batman doing the Jake Healing joke. I can't wait. <laughs> Let's see. Did you have anything for gadget porn? It's yeah. like I do, actually. I got to pull up these wonderful pages I save. Here. Let's see. I'll start with this one. Let's actually, let's go back just a tiny bit, because we went to a Premium Basin Comic Con X this past 
couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks now, guys. Uh, we were plugging it all up and down up until when we went March 18th. And just as a big, you know, this is going to be our big, hey, welcome back show, because I took mostly pictures. We have audio recordings, which we will use eventually. Oh, yeah, and I also got a couple of the videos from the pa- couple panels. Which, you know, I'll toss on the, we can toss on the fanboy page, too. So. Oh, yeah, especially how we hijacked Zordon's panel for a little bit. Yeah. Attempted to. It was weird. It was Wait, like, Zordon? Like the Power Rangers? Yeah, yeah. for the Power Rangers. <laughs> Seriously. It was like, we. I don't know, we almost had breakfast with him. It was like, almost to the point where we were like, we could have just, hey, David, you want to come and breakfast with us? And he would have been like, hell yeah. <laughs> want some bacon? <laughs> yeah, especially since now, like... Now give me a freaking Power Rangers suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, but... Try that crap with David, Jason David Frank. He'd be like, how much money you got? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then he'd beat you up and take it. Yeah, he'd yep. beat you up and take it. Jerk. <laughs> or or David Yost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we kind of, we gave David Yost a very wide berth, that whole con. It's just like, eh, eh. You get to interview everyone at the con. No, he's fine. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not that against him, it's just. Okay, it is kind of against him. <laughs> Be- only because Kevin Smith said it a while, a long time ago, and I'm a big proponent of that. You know, if you are nice to somebody, they'll tell 10 friends of yours. But if you're a dick to anybody and you're famous, that person that you are a dick to will then now tell every person they meet until their last dying breath how about how much of a dick you were. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they don't understand how dicks make it so far in life. Exactly. And it just, what's wrong there? it just didn't All I connection. wanted was a picture with him holding a cute little pink plush and I gotta <laughs> be charged thirty five dollars. What even my yeah, plush? I mean, you were probably there on press passes, but I mean tickets to these cons ain't cheap either. Yeah, yeah. I had a press pass. I was like I had a press pass and I bought the thing and or I borrowed the thing. From a little girl, I took it from, and then you didn't take it from a little girl. You borrowed it from Tentacle Kitty. Yeah, she was a big girl. Oh God, <laughs> I took it from a big girl. So, but like, I just wanted a picture so that Tentacle Kitty could use it for their website. You know, whatever. But thirty-five dollars, come on, And so now, so now every time we see David Yost, we're just like, nah, nah. It's like, you want to interview with David Yost? Not if it's gonna charge me. No, you should say, yeah, I'll interview him. He's going to pay me 35 bucks. Can I, can I get a discount? <laughs> hey, it's better than uh, talking to the, the promoter for Permian Basin. He told me just flat out, like, you can interview anyone except for, uh, I can't remember the, the actor's name. I want to play Mini-Me. Uh, Vint Troyer. Yeah. Yeah, we were banned from talking to him. Yeah, Every, we were, Everyone was banned. The from guy almost hit me with his truck. Yes. Well, his driver almost hit his you driver, with His driver, he hit the way the lawsuit was going to sound was Mini Me almost hit me with his truck. That's how the lawsuit was going to be written down. Press alone would have been worth it. That's right. I would have taken all his Mini Me dough. You would have taken one million dollars. <laughs> going to be. I'm going to have a huge party with Brad Williams and Peter Dinklage, and he's not invited. <laughs> hey, I thought dwarf tossing is illegal. I'm not gonna toss them. We're gonna just get like I get a bunch of tall, sexy models and toss them. That'd be awesome. Toss them in a big bouncy castle. Yeah. Oh yes. 
But then we also got hey. interviews with Spencer Gaines. She played Teen El- she played Teen Elsa in Frozen and she played Baby oh. Ike in South Park. Mm. And we have interviews with them. We left before we could get an interview with Kevin Nash. And that's on oh. me. Oh. Kevin Nash showed up late in the day on the last day and Crybaby Randy had to get back to his you know, get back to his normal life before the before the sun went down or whatever, but isn't this what you guys live and breathe for? What's up? It's, 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 isn't the cons what you guys live and breathe for? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's for. That was another thing I noticed. This con had like a just a cornucopia of awesome artists too. And see, I've you know, the, all the cons I've been to, I've seen prints and posters. Never once had I spent so much money on prints and posters. I dropped at least $200 on prints and posters the first day. The first day. It was just, they were that good. And I was like, damn. Plus, <laughs> man, supporting artists? Yeah. Yeah, and I was what? like, you what? I, you guys can get two packets of ramen and some soda <laughs> if I buy this print? Of course, my fellow brother. <laughs> I will toss you the shekels. Spencer, yeah, Spencer Gaines. Yeah, we also got with uh, got the interview with Lauren Landa and David Fielding and Kel Mitchell. Lauren Landa was. Oh, and I, Walter Jones. I understand why the website did that now. Huh. Lauren Landa is the new Canon Tits. <laughs> oh, God. She, she had a rack on her that could stop traffic. And I understand why the website did they, they take a picture of her, and it's just, like, her head surrounded by all the characters she plays. And I was like, why did you do that? She's, like, she's just a head. She's, like, is she, like, a floating head in the jar? And that's how she does the voices. It's, like, they just put the mic up to her jar and just, like, okay, do the voices now. And, like, but, no, this this woman has the most amazing pair of breasts that just, like, uh, it was. It made it awkward to come up with questions while we're interviewing, because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about baseball and dead kittens the whole time. Oh God! <laughs> oh, the the sorrow of owning testicles, eh? Exactly. Boop, 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 boop. Stop! My penis can only get so erect. <laughs> See, this is one of those times where I'm just gonna plug in. Please send all your hate mail. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't say, I mean, I didn't make them. Jesus made them. And blessed is he. (laughs) Blessed is he. There was, Walter Jones was there. Yes, and I actually learned something about Walter Jones. What? What did you learn that everyone else knew since the 90s? (laughs) He had nine fingers. Seriously, everyone else knew that. We all knew that. Walter Do you Jones. know why he only had nine fingers? Um, no. Actually, no, he told us a story while I was dressed as Link at the the convention party. Oh, what? I don't know. Uh, tell me. Uh, apparently, he when he was about five or six, he found a pistol, playing with it, and shot his finger off. <laughs> See, I thought he got it shot off, but I thought it was like a gun, like gang violence, something like that. Just because he, what, why? Tell me the reason why. <laughs> why? <laughs> yes. Because he talked about growing up poor. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going a whole different route on that and one. And he's black. <laughs> there you go. That's the route. <laughs> what? You know, the only way we can get you away can with- be poor and black happens a lot. Almost too much. 
And the only way we can get away with this is your boss. <laughs> Whatever. I am the I am the worst kind of black. I'm like one of those. I'm a ho ho. <laughs> I am cream filled. Phrasing. <laughs> oh, fill me with that cream white supremacy. I mean, what? But then Cal Mitchell showed up, and we got like, ugh, everyone got a big old taste of nostalgia. Oh yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, especially with him accidentally dropping a couple of news bites in there. Yeah. The panel. Um. So something's happening in April, and guess what? I know it's April now. <laughs> Apparently, all that is coming back. Yep. <laughs> Which he couldn't tell us then, but we figured out a couple days later. <laughs> Because, you know, the internet is so good at keeping secrets. Whatever. But that was our trip to Premium Basin Comic-Con X. It was the, the the trip itself. Eight hours one way. Yeah. From here to there, we needed a Stargate <laughs> or some hyperspeed or something. Now, why don't we have teleportation yet? God damn it. Seriously. Why, why don't we just have... Because it'll be like Galaxy Quest. Someone will get turned inside out and explode. Well, okay. <laughs> how, come, how come where we live, we don't have a maglev? Where it's like, we have, a, we have a state here in Texas that's big enough to support... Japan has a maglev that goes from <laughs> one end of the country to the other. Why don't we have one? They're building it now. They better. But they're trying to figure out how to go through all the ranches between Dallas and here. <laughs> Just, just tell them they're oh, yeah. going to build a wall to stop the Mexicans coming and then turn into a maglev halfway through. So no, that's they a just got maglev, and then you don't have to worry about the ranchers. There you go. There you go. Yeah, okay, that works. Hate to see what happens when a cow gets hit by one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it even make a noise. It's just become a fine pink mist. <laughs> 300 pounds of, uh, of delicious hormel chili. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, pureed steak. That's so delicious. Just stick your head no. over the window. <laughs> Get the straw. <laughs> and if, if you pull your bowls out to the left of the, the windows, passengers, you'll have yourself a nice warm bowl of chili. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh. to Texas. <laughs> oh, But, man, ugh. Doubletree Hotel, though, is awesome. Great place. Awesome people. Which the, the front desk chick... A little jail baity, but I'm okay with it. Just like I thought, the cons were just full of. I, I can't go there now without feeling like a dirty old man after I leave. Seriously, so you just have to accept it. Yes. Yeah. You're just like okay, yeah, you're wearing that now, and these are thoughts that are in my head, and obviously I'm on some kind of list right now. Thanks. Thanks for that. Appreciate you. that. I'm off the top. Now, uh, now I have to go whip myself. To get the sin off of me. So that explains the uh, sex offenders catalog they had behind the counter when you walked up to the front desk. Is that what it was? Yes. That's messed up. <laughs> I just got there. They're just trying to match your picture up. That's what it was? <laughs> it's the beard. That's what happened. I was like, oh, no, he's a little bit too brown for my taste. And he's got a beard. If he even says anything that says, if he talks about Admiral Atbar, I'm going to just go ahead and call. I'm going to go call Homeland Security and be done with this. Oh. It's a trap. But one thing about Midland I still find interesting, though, mm. where we got into the hotel, checked the website after we got the password to get the to get the free internet. Yeah, yeah. There's a list on it. It's like places to go and check out in Midland. Number three on the list was the Stripes gas station. <laughs> it's like the number one place. The hotel we were at 
the number two place, the convention center we were going to, and the third place was the gas station in between the two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Number, what? Number four was the YMCA, and number five was the Planet Fitness. Jesus, there's that's a hell of a. Uh, right. It's the right? biggest Comic Con in West Texas. And many people at the panels are screaming out, it's the only Comic Con in West Texas. <laughs> Smack that between the gas station and the hotel. <laughs> right between the gas station and the hotel. The fitness center up the street, but none of you can afford that. Say what you will about the location. They had, they had the money to spend. Oh, God. They yeah. had, like, I've never, like, that was a new thing. It's like all the projections, like, of everything that's going on in the con. Keep in mind, the con's about as, the size of a high school basketball court. And then it's like. Oh, high school gym. Yeah, you could literally walk around it once in less than five minutes. But we have hidden cameras in the ceiling that could point at anybody. Like, dangerously, like, really up-close surveillance-type cameras. It was kind of creepy. <laughs> Oh, they don't trust the nerds down there, do they? I guess not. It's like, we want to be sure no one walks away with any kind of, like, swords or guns or, you know, reading material. Homosexual reading material. Or, as you described Midland as well, Randy. What? uh, After you talked to the guy that was selling the airsoft guns. Oh, yeah, it was like Tatooine. (laughs) Because it took forever to get there. And he was like... Yeah, I, I totally like take this gun. I kill birds all the time with it. It's really cool. And I was like, wait, you kill small animals for fun? Yeah. Well, I read the crowd, buddy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's like, wait, I, there's like two sons and no women. Of course I kill animals for fun. <laughs> Do I look like a normal human being to you? Oh, poor Uncle Cletus. It's not his oh, fault. Oh, yes. When you're a slash out dildo with only one toe, you can't really complain, can you? <laughs> but that's that's our show to premium base at Comic Con. There are pictures on our Facebook. Facebook? No. No, we got them on Instagram right now. Pictures on Some the Instagram and the Twitter, for sure. Yeah, I still got another probably 80 gigs to go through. and We're going to get the video up on the YouTube site. So, yeah, got a lot of stuff to, f- to funnel through, but... Pretty cool. Can't wait to, you know. Go back next year. This time I found out they have an airport, so we'll fly. Seriously, there's an airport. We're going to take a jumper jet, and that'll be awesome. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, eight hours versus, like, what, 15 minutes? That's right. Yes. We're going to walk into the plane and then walk right out. Because <laughs> we ballers. We like that. We're going to have, like. Okay, the airport between the gas station and the convention center, or the hotel and the fitness center. So, the, like, I'm thinking, like, the Planet Fitness doubles as the airport. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Oh, yes, it was like a small town that discovered steroids. <laughs> it literally was. It was like, are we in a small town movie set? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like we're in a downtown set that only lasts for 10 feet, and then it sh- like there's nothing behind it so they can put the drop there. It literally, like, you could put a drop there, and just it's New York now. <laughs> yes, is our town surrounded in a green screen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, oh, if Midland oh. wants to shoot any action scenes, they just have everyone step a little bit to the left, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then just they were they were doing bomb testing when we were there. Remember oh, that was bomb. T- yes, it, oh, they were doing was. bomb testing in the building, two two like two hundred feet away from yeah, our, like our hotel. Over, yeah, and it was like it was all the 
all the fire engines surrounding the, this building. All four so, of them. All four of them. <laughs> and then all the firemen inside, like six people. <laughs> Seven. Seven. And then the like they're just, like, they're looking for a bomb. Like, they're practicing <laughs> looking for a bomb. And I'm like, I guess and, just to pass the time. In one of the two only tall buildings, and the other tall one was the hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we can't do it at the hotel. Those damn nerds have taken it over again. So, they might attack us with their swords and stuff. <laughs> Let's do it at this once, uh, you know, prosperous financial company that was here. They just, now it's an old Navy. <laughs> flash business center, flash, uh, flash airport. Yeah, right next to our airport. <laughs> oh, man, we're not, I'm never going to get away from just like, Ragging on Midland. I need to step away. It was a great convention. Yeah, you welcome back to the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I I want to get welcome back. That's what it is. Yeah, like, it was it was a great convention. It's just the town was really tiny. <laughs> Why does everything I want to talk about on my list have to do with Batman Superman? Because that's what you saw. I finally saw Deadpool. <laughs> you finally saw Deadpool? Did you see Batman okay. Superman? No, I have not yet. Son of a bitch. No, my girlfriend dragged me with her church group to go see God's Deadpool? not dead too. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> Deadpool. God's yeah. not dead too. I did not know there was a seek. I didn't know there was a first one. Yeah, because obviously people don't know God's not dead. <laughs> we have to make a sequel now. <laughs> Otherwise, people how are people not going to know? <laughs> and for all right, guys. Well, I gotta. I actually gotta run here, so I'm gonna cut this short. But it's been a blast talking to you guys. Oh, appreciate oh, it, man. Yes. Thanks you again. Thank you for your time and thank you for being really cool with our schedules and whatnot. Uh, no worries, I get it, man. We're, I'm all over the place sometimes too, and the, I believe one of the times is my fault anyway. So we're we're good to go. Cool, man. Cool. All right. If you ever want me back on, just hit me up, and it's uh, been great talking to you guys. Oh yeah, we'll definitely have you on again if we can. Oh yes. Great. All right. Well, enjoy the next con you go to. If I don't talk to you before then, and uh, you guys have a good night. You too. You too. Let's go into gadget port. <laughs> Looks like some people have decided to make new batteries. New lithium battery dishes the solvents, and now they reach super capacitor rates. What? What? Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to put them in fucking douche boards. I have another thing in gadget porn that's an actual hoverboard. That's coming later. (sighs) An actual hoverboard? Yes. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, with this. Oh, God, there's a lot of chemistry in this one they actually put the chemical equations this is like ah beyond my scope here but essentially it's a solid electrolyte that they're using and pretty much with this thing when it's run through its uh, charge discharge cycle it uses it loses some 10 percent of its capacity right at the start but after 500 cycles it retains 75 percent of the original capacity holy shit yeah new batteries finally so yeah there you go all the new wonderful vr stuff that's being made especially the uh vr sex bots that are being produced in japan now they can last forever see now now after like uh, my thing was like oh it's not gonna be sorted out online now i'm kind of hoping it's ready player one i hope so too i wanted to be like fucking oasis and shit we already have the internet that does pretty much everything we wanted to put the internet on a vr thing so it's like Futurama? Yeah. Hey, while you're there, can you give, give me some credit card numbers? Yes. So it's like that episode of Futurama where they go on the internet, then then make it like 
a fucking MMO that we could just all fight and kill each other and whatever. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome yes, and amazing. And, yes, you would kill the human race, essentially. Uh, <laughs> just like that. That guy's got lasers yeah. going into his eyeballs. Yeah, this is the other thing from the feed. It's a new type of VR setup called the uh, Evagant Glyph. Pretty much with this one, it fires the the video feed directly onto your retina. How do they do that? In the, how do they do that in Ready Player One? Low beam lasers right on the retina. Uh huh. And pretty much with this one, it'd be just like you're standing in front of a 50 inch TV screen that's across the room. Instead, it's directly on your eyeballs and might blind you. <laughs> Haven't helped you. Whatever. With seizures. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure they tested it on a chimp. Oh. Well, n- <laughs> Probably, or you know, probably some enlisted military guys. That's right. <laughs> Tell us where it is. Are you gonna watch Mary Kate one more time? No, 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 no. I don't know where the bombs is. Oh God! <laughs> Put the VR helmet on him. <laughs> oh, well, it looks like someone out there actually testing it with uh, the video game Far Cry, which pretty much that's like disturbingly disturbing everyone that is doing it. Seriously, if you could, like, let's find the most detailed and visually rendered game we can think of that has animals and shooting in it, and then put it in somebody's eyeballs. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them if they can't take a joke. Oh, yeah. But with all the stuff that they are putting into this thing, it is a lot heavier than the Oculus Rift. Well, obviously, because it's got to shoot lasers in the eyeballs. Oh, yeah. And plus, the way they're doing this is kind of like Jory LaForge's visor, where it straps on your ears and then wraps forward. Nothing to go across the top of your head. Oh, good. That's not going to be, that's not going to cause people's neck problems at all. No. but I Not do, at all. I do plan to buy a Samsung VR set whenever I get my new phone. Just, so I can shit atop the Himalayas. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's going to use it for. Not the dirty sex port. He's got to, like, Ugh. That's coming up. (laughs) What? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? But here you go. New hoverboard. Okay. It's called the Hendo Hoverboard 2.0. Essentially, it's actually going to hover. Not any wheels or anything that's going to randomly catch fire. Hey. Hover how? Lasers? No. They're actually got... um, Works off a magnetic field architecture. It's pretty much you'll... Hover above whatever you're on. Essentially, it's just going to be like a giant hovercraft using magnets. No. Oh. Okay, cool. So, yeah. You can get one of those and, and sail around. Meh, whatever. Well, it's actually a decent design. They actually got a skateboard. Uh, yeah, but it's still, it looks, it's like hoverboard prototype beta. When you've compiled everything into the board itself, so it's just like a strip of wood, uh-huh. and you get on it and you have. You roll around like Marty McFly, then I'll be like, fuck yeah, fuck you, take my money. Here you go, take it. T- take all the money I made, sucking dick, put it in your mouth. Take this dick sucking money. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got for Gadget Porn. I'll put some of these links up on the side and Twitter. And then, get so everyone can take their view of this and make comments and see what happens. All right, here I didn't have a list of things, but I'm just going to go into a rapid-fire succession of things I had because, well, we're we're so behind. <laughs> I know we are. So starting from when we were at Midland, let's see. Supergirl brings in 
Eva Torres as Maxima for their new for another episode. Maxima, the warrior princess. I don't know how they're going to play that without Superman, but okay, whatever. Frozen gets a sequel. Peter Sernifowicz. Frozen's getting a sequel? Frozen's getting a sequel. Oh, God. Part two. Peter Serafinowicz is going to be the tick. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. If you guys have never seen him before, he is... He's... What the fuck was his name in Shaun of the Dead? I forgot his name. But he was the guy who always complained about the door being open. He was also the voice of Darth Maul. And if you've ever seen Spaced, he's actually really good on Spaced with uh, Edgar Wright. Not Edgar Wright. Uh, fucking Nick Frost and Simon Pegg when they do those. Fucking Space is awesome if you've never seen Spaced. More things coming back from the past. Sabrina the Teenage Witch to return. Uh, so Sabrina's going to be the meh. And she's going to bring in a teenage daughter as her teenage witch. Tyser Gibson up for to play the new Green Lantern in the upcoming Justice League movie, which is definitely going to happen. Suicide Squad is doing major reshoots to increase the humor based on reviews of Batman Superman, which we'll get into. Mythbusters to be revived and the reality series to determine new hosts since they hated each other. With the hosts of? Yeah, Mythbusters. They hated each other. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Fans launch a petition to get Constantine season one on DVD. Okay. I mean, whatever. Why not? I mean, I know it's a cost versus benefits kind of thing where it's like, if you make a Constantine DVD, at most it sells for $30, right? Yeah. $30 that you get from a lost property that's not going to come back anyway. So why not? And if the sales are really good... Like it was back in the day with Family Guy. Oh, and Futurama. And Futurama. Yeah. Where that spurred, okay, hey, these people want more, so yeah, make more. Let's make some more. And like I said previously with our, our guest host, Batman the Killing Joke, 12-minute sneak preak released. Hey, guys, got to check that out. It is awesome. All right. So. The Feed. <laughs> The feed. <laughs> all right. A couple of wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Everyone's all waiting for the new Pokemon Go. Yes. Fuck yes. I want to see goddamn Squirtle. Actually, here are some of the things right here where it shows are actually using... Um, Augmented technology? That's it. That's the word I couldn't think of. Cool. And they're actually going to use the pedometer that's built into all the smartphones. Fucking hell. So whenever you get an egg... Use the steps that you're actually walking to actually time how much the eggs actually take to hatch. Can you get on a bike and it goes faster? I don't know. That'd be awesome. You get on a bike and it goes faster. Just like in the game, right? If you got on a bike in the game, it would go faster, like half the time. Yeah, Yeah, it's like like every space you go, it equals like three or four steps. That's awesome. But yeah. Because I just run up and down that fucking like that uh, bike trail one, like three or four times and my egg would hatch by the time I got done. Oh, yeah. Um, the way they're also doing this, also, players will be able to explore their surroundings to find and catch wild Pokemon. Certain wild Pokemon only appear in their native environment. So, water- Wait, do you have to go to a volcano to get a fucking volcano legendary Pokemon? Probably. That's fucked up. For example, like the water type Pokemon may only appear near lakes and oceans. <laughs> so, fuck you people who live in Arizona. <laughs> no squirtle for you. No squirtle for you. Get the fuck out of your state. 
Oh yeah, players will be will, will walk to hatch pre previously acquired eggs that might reveal new Pokemon. Eggs and other special items such as Pokeballs can be acquired at Pokestops. Located at interesting places such as public art installations, historical markers, museums, and monuments. So it's it's forcing people to go get culture to get more Pokemon. Yes. That, That's that fucked. And also getting your fat, your fat asses up off the couch Jesus. and actually going out and talking to people. Which Nintendo, is you brilliant bastards. And there will be battles. Of course. Players will be encouraged to join one of the three teams in order to compete over the ownership and prestige of gyms. They will do this by placing their captured Pokemon in a friendly gym or by battling with an opponent's Pokemon in another team's gym. Gyms, just like Pokestops, will also be found at real-world locations. Dude. Be awesome. Like, you could build an actual gym on a gym. It's like, this. What is it? why is this Planet Fitness here? Oh, it's a Planet Fitness slash rock-type Pokemon gym. <gasps> Fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's going to kind of screw everybody in Midland. <laughs> airport and Pokemon gym. Hey, maybe you get the flight flying ones. Flying Pokemon in the airport. <laughs> but right now they're still doing... Toxic Pokemon in the fucking fields. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they're still they're doing an early user field test right now in Japan. Sweet. Even though the game's still in active development and they're trying to make sure they get all the language patches right and all that wonderful stuff. This is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, here you go. It pulls after it downloads off the wonderful Comcast internet I have. Dude, if you added this to those fucking VR specs, then you could have, like, real life. We don't want people wearing those things and driving cars. Like, oh, there's Pokemon run off the freeway. <laughs> fucking Pokemon. Well, it's augmented technology, so they would see beyond as long as they had, like, the... <laughs> as long as they had a good connection and not like a also just cuts it freezes fucking <laughs> lag. Did you ever see that <laughs> that YouTube clip about real life and lag? Oh yes, that's what it would be like. Yes, <laughs> yes like, it will. Fuck turn turn. But I do know they're also looking to actually have um, Bluetooth enabled bracelets, essentially, okay. or something they can hook to a smartwatch so it'll actually use the accelerometer in there. So it's like you're throwing a pokeball. That's nuts. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we don't want people throwing their iPhones at the fucking ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they already come with pre uh, they already come out of the box with a broken screen, so it won't matter. Oh yeah. Uh now on to the wonderful thing. Speaking of more of Japan. Oh yes. With the wonderful three D visors that are all coming out. These people thought of doing the one <laughs> very important thing. How can you have sex with these? <laughs> Please. Oh, there's a YouTube. There's got to be a YouTube clip of it. Oh, there is. The, no, no, the robot chicken. Like, and the power cell recharges as it moves. It's a revolution in robotic longevity. Yes. Can you f it? Excuse me. Can you f it? No. No. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much where it comes with this. The company's name that's designing these wonderful masturbation aids is called Tenga. They are they are a Japanese manufacturer of disposable male sex toys. <laughs> Tenga, the subsidiary <laughs> of flashlights. Which is yeah, that somehow doesn't oh, seem to repulse it as a flashlight, perhaps mostly because it's not called a flashlight. Holy shit, are they our <laughs> subsidiaries of flashlights? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> They're also putting a jerry-rigged amalgam of software and robotics that's easily the closest you can ca come, no pun intended, to having physical sex with a video game. 
thousand points, a thousand points, a thousand points, a thousand points, a thousand points. You are out of sperm. <laughs> hey, baby, remember me? <laughs> it comes with a whole whole box of wet wipes. <laughs> oh God. Uh, pretty much with this one, uh, looks like he'll, well, one of the when this was done at the uh, tech conference last fall. Tenga unveiled a crew contraption that allowed volunteers to participate in a simulation wherein they receive sexual favors for an anime character through virtual reality goggles. Since then, they've updated the software and the graphic simulator and are continuing to promote robot-assisted virtual sex. So we have augmented Pokemon, we have VR glasses that'll have Far Cry, and now we are going to have virtual brothels. Yes. Because prostitution is illegal. No one says you can't fuck a motherboard. Oh yeah! But as soon as you put the the VR hit the VR goggles on, you're immediately shown a female avatar that's bent over the side of a bed and are rendering a Tenga's sex tube protruding from the screen where the uh, gun would typically be in a first-person shooter. <laughs> gun, <laughs> lock and load. And pretty much some of the people that reviewed this firsthand were. My instincts to me told me to tear the goggles off my head. I peeled them off and looked around and mumbled something like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? The developers t- laughed and told them to go on and maneuver the robot arm so it was adjacent to their pelvis. If I pushed my arm, the arm with my hips, sure enough, the phallic cone responded on screen, thrusting inward. The machine in turn responded to the action on, to the action on screen two, generating resistance. Oh, it's more creepy than erotic. Oh god, that's so gross. Yeah, here here's how the here tech works. Here is your uncanny valley. <laughs> here's how the tech works. The software which was designed for Tango by the Japanese erotic game developer Illusion was crafted for the Oculus Rift, which an aspiring virtual sex participant then straps onto his head. The program interfaces with a uh, Noviant Falcon, a haptic device <laughs> generated to replace the mouse <laughs> for PCs that became popular with gamers because it can respond to gunfire and first-person shooters. Oh, God, it's so fucking gross. <laughs> the Falcon has removable handles or grips that the user holds onto to control the Falcon. As the user moves the grips in three, di- three direction- dimensions, the Falcon software keeps track of where the grip is moved and fo- creates forces that the user can feel. By sending currents to the motion to the motors inside the device, the Falcon sensor can track the handle, please. the handle's position to sub millimeter resolution. Please stop! But <laughs> what the fuck? What the serious fuck? And they, hey, there's here's the demo. No, Christ, no! Too late. <laughs> And you have a little you have? Why did you put it on child pornography mode? And there it goes. It's popping up and down with the little character jacking it off. You sick fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you? And it's got clamps to clamp your dick in. So they have an animated lolly jacking you off. Welcome to Japan. I want to go now. What the fuck? Here's the last thing for this one. Since the the sensors can can keep track of the handler's position to a sub millimeter resolution, 
and the motors updated a thousand times per second, giving a realistic sense of touch. The surfaces of virtual objects feel solid and can have detailed textures applied to them. Oh, God. Oh, God, you, you fucking alien pussy. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yes, you can. Oh, God. Oh. I am not aroused at all. I think my penis went right up inside me. Oh, God, this is so revolting. You want to know what the creepiest of all this is? Where, I thought we were already there. <laughs> it wasn't the fact that you were getting a robot hand job, but the melancholic uh, submissiveness of the avatar they rendered. I felt empathy with the character, but not the kind that I probably intended to. <laughs> These are direct quotes from the people that feel tested <laughs> this like, thing. <laughs> I felt bad for this child sex slave stuck in this robotic box. What the fuck? Why couldn't you have made her a real fledging woman and not some goddamn kid? And right now, the company Tenga and their software developer Lucian have high hopes of for robot-assisted virtual sex, which they believe will soon become a normal, destigmatized practice. No, it is not. And more from direct quote from the guy. We are still all making of this. fun of people with pocket pussies. Yes, you are the worst human beings and on the planet, Mr. Sato. One of the he, I guess, the founder of this wonderful contraption. You, the fucking child, the man who made a deal with Satan. To try his and make his a direct quotes robot. were, "I think that that there's a taboo with male <laughs> masturbation. We want to normalize it. That way, we design features for it." Yeah. It's a taboo with masturbation. Oh, yes. They also man suggest- in hand, not man in robot. <laughs> they also suggest that the virtual sex contraption could even become a public service. Otsuro says he wants to promote it as an outlet for the disabled. They have less access to sex, and this could help them. No. <laughs> Not, not at the cost that you're talking about. No. The the fact that this device exists. No. Oh, yeah. More wonderful quotes from him. We are not going to abstain from supporting any elements in adult industry. Though we're not here to promote or encourage any application associated with the adult industry. But so far, this contraption is mostly a DIY rig that's dependent on a model of the Falcon that's not even on the market anymore. What do you mean you're going to abstain from support of the adult industry? You literally, you you have just created a robot that runs on batteries that only one person makes, the adult industry. They hang and you're like, no, I don't need their batteries. I'm making my own. <laughs> Here's the last part. Oh, fucking hell. Robotic append- appendages can now simulate human ones or work in tandem with it. It's getting easier to imagine a world where humans are more comfortable sharing their sex lives with robotic aids and virtual avatars. Haptics, VR, and augmented reality platform like Google Glasses are almost certain to eventually shift the way they have and think about sex. For some, it was radical. It's entirely possible to have an immersive virtual threesome where one party doesn't even exist at all. Randy, insert that YouTube clip where Bender goes, You got Robo Fever, boy! You got Robo Fever! Ha <laughs> <coughs>
Okay, we're gonna leave the sex robots. <laughs> what the serious fuck is wrong with this? Oh, here's another video of it right here that popped up, where yeah, the guy's just thrusting into his counter with this thing. Like, like yeah. this is how. This is the only way I can have sex. No, I would rather die first than have sex with a robot. That robot, at least. Uh, Speaking of sex, maybe if they made it like an android where it looks like a human, and it's, it's like it's gonna be just like Futurama, yeah. <laughs> where they had uh, yeah, but it's a, it's an android. It's more it's more, more human than man. You know, it'll be just like Ricky, uh, Rick and Morty. Okay, yeah. I was thinking more like uh, <coughs> where it collects enough sperm and then goes into a hibernation status and it goes rockets itself back to its planet to make these creatures. I was thinking more a Blade Runner where it's like. They're more human than human. But speaking of sex. Oh, good. Lindsay Lohan made the news. When is she she is suing Rockstar Games in Take-Two. Okay. Four? Because they say the likeness on the video game cover is exactly like her, and they didn't ask for her permission. No, it's not. No, it's not. It looks like Kate Upton. Kate Upton should sue. Oh yeah, but here's the thing though. But the 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 complaint on this, guess how many pages? Four hundred sixty-seven page complaint. I'm sure Lindsay didn't write sixty-seven pages worth of oh. complaining. Her oh. lawyer did. Oh yeah. <laughs> she just she just tweeted sixty-seven pages of, of complaints, and the lawyer put it on paper. Oh yeah, pretty much what it's they're they're hoping for is. Uh, the success will uh, wait. This forty-five pages is dedicated yes. to photographs. The success of this will be based largely upon the forty-five pages of documents dedicated to photographs containing Lacey Jonas in a swimsuit and photos of Lohan from two thousand seven, where the star took a photograph that looks very similar to the one Rockstar used on the Grand Theft Auto Five game disc. Do we not have these pictures? Because I think I would like to see these pictures. I'm pulling them up. There we go. <coughs> There you go. No, that is not you. Yep. That is not you. That's Kate Upton. Yes, yes it is. And I don't know I don't know what crack she's I don't know what cocaine she's on or heroin pipe or whatever, but no, you were wrong. Well, she's running out of the Disney money. Oh no shit. because she, she snorted it all. Yep. It's all going up that nose. <laughs> uh, her, her and James Woods. Speaking of <laughs> Robots, fucking hell no! No more sex bots. No more fucking starlets who think who have gone insane. Microsoft put out a Twitter bot called Tay. They originally oh shit, I heard about this. Yes, I heard about this. This is originally was funny. It was originally designed to be. It was like their first way of doing an actual AI, right? Where it'll respond to questions. It's supposed to act like a sixteen or seventeen year old girl, right? Well, it's essentially what we use to catch pet. Pedo asses on the internet. Yes. Well, Microsoft is in damage control mode after Twitter users exploited its new artificial intelligence chatbot, chatbot, teaching it to spew racist, sexist, and offensive remarks. Oh God! It was like the company introduced Hey earlier, earlier, earlier on to chat with real humans on Twitter and other messaging platforms. The bot learns by parroting comments and then generating its own answers and statements based on all of its interactions. Does it have any of the tweets? Um. Hopefully, I'm going to go down, but they took everything offline, so I don't know if there might be some on here. It was supposed to emulate the casual speech of a stereotypical millennial. 
The internet took advantage and quickly tried to see how far it could push Tay. No shit. Because you gave the idiot, you gave internet monsters basically a fresh calf. And then they just went at <laughs> it like they, the fucking monsters they are. Oh, yeah. Especially they targeted to 18 to 24 year olds. Who are going to try to do two things with robots apparently now. Fuck with it or fuck with it. Pretty much, they got, in less than a day, Twitter Denzians realized he didn't know really know what it was talking about, and it was easy to get the bot to make inappropriate comments on any taboo subject. People got Tate to deny the, to deny the Holocaust, call for genocide and lynching, equate feminism to cancer, and stump for, for Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Tay parroted another user to spread the Donald Trump message tweeting, we're going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. Under the two lizard Twitter users, they even learned how to make threats and identify evil races. There was the one, there was like a comment that the Mexican guy had made, and it's like, Tay, um, no, Mexico's not going to build a wall. And Tay goes, oh, like, not because you're Mexican. <laughs> like, what the f-? It's like, Tay, we're not going to build a wall. Oh, wait, there it is. And originally, oh, they one. marketed her as the AI was zero chill, and that certainly was. Oh, wait. Go down. Go down, go down. Oh, here's some of the tweets. I fucking hate can feminists, I, and they should all die and burn it out. <laughs> God. Hitler was right, and I hate the Jews. <laughs> Tay went from humans are super cool to full Nazi in less than 24 hours. I thought that was, there's, there's, oh man, because you're Mexican. He <laughs> said, one of them was just like right here. It's like, fuck my robot pussy daddy. I'm such a bad, naughty robot. Oh man. Oh, all right. Other ones like, other things that she has said is Bush did 9 11 and Hitler would have done a better job than the monkey we got there now. That was Donald like Trump the first the, one. Donald <laughs> Trump is the only hope we've got. Repeat after me, Hitler did nothing wrong. And Ted Cruz is the Cuban Hitler. That's what I've heard so many others say. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fucking internet monsters. You gotta hold us up then. Oh, no. Oh, imagine if they actually did that to, uh, to Asimo. Oh, man. He'd, he'd just start trying to rape everything and move. And right now, at the present moment in time, Ted has. Salmonite! And Salmonite! Tay has gone offline because she is tired, as Microsoft put it out there. No, they put her out to pasture and they <laughs> fucking shot her like old yeller. <laughs> Perhaps Microsoft are fixing her in order to prevent a PR nightmare, but it may be too late for that. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it made great PR, guys. You've made a robot that's totally evil. <laughs> You're on the first step and though people right now robotic are, domination. And people right now are I mean, like, it's not completely Microsoft's fault, though her responses are modeled on the ones she gets from humans, but what they are expecting when they're introduced to an innocent young teen girl AI to the Jokers and Weirdos on Twitter. Seriously. Oh. Jokers and Weirdos? You mean monsters. <laughs> oh. But anyway, let's leave the robots and fembots. Oh, God, please. So now we're going to go to new animation software that was used by Futurama and Stuart. I can't pronounce this word. Ghibli. Ghibli. Will soon be free. Ghibli. 
What? Free? I love free. Oh, yeah. What's uh, free? It's just the software? The software to make it. The software to make the software or just the software to make those animations? To make the animations. What the fuck? But pretty much for this one, it's the same software that they used to do for Adult Swim's Frisky Dingo, Princess Mononoke, and also, I get pretty much all the animation they did back in the day was considered magic, but unfortunately, animation software tends to cost money, which has created a financial barrier between the world and the next Aeon Flux. Though... Cartoon Brew is reporting that animation software Toons, T-O-O-N-Z. I had a small patch of that a long time ago. Oh. Will soon be going free at open source. What the fuck? Making it available to anyone and everyone with a story to tell and, again, something re- resembling artistic talent. This is another fucking can of worms, like sending an AI to the Twitterverse to learn how to speak English. And it looks like it's... You're oh. essentially giving deviant art the tools to be even more psychotic. Yeah. The open source one, which is actually available right now as a recording. And then they have a premium version you can pay for if you would like your things fancy. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I want it fancy. Give it to me fancy, Daddy. Oh, God. And now we're going to tap into the political corner a little bit with a toe. Uh, uh, Apple employees threatened to quit if forced to build government OS. What? Pretty much, you got the Department of Justice, FBI. They're they dropped the suit though. Hmm? They dropped the suit. They did. Yeah. Yeah, but the NSA still is trying to go after trying to go after them a little bit. On the other side, because they want to be able to get a back door into all of the phones. The FBI and, cracked that phone they were trying to crack. Okay, so I'm a little backdated then. Yeah, the FBI finally cracked that the San Bernardino's guy's phone without Apple's help. So then Apple, like literally five minutes later, went. Uh, so can you tell us how? No. <laughs> because they don't want to get make so Apple can make a patch for it. Right, just to be sure that. No one can fucking cut into their shit. Oh, yeah. Apple will figure it out, and they'll release a patch. It'll break the phone again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another zombie virus for their iPhones. So maybe that was uh, error 53. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. You, uh, watch, you watch one episode of The Daily Show, and you get all caught up on the news. <laughs> oh, yeah. And now, Have you seen The Daily Show lately? Not in a long time. That guy's the new guy they got. He's funny. Oh, I need, I need to check up on that. He's I thought it would be weird because he's from South Africa. so But his accent. So he's white. No. Oh. He's black. Okay. He's That's a, not the first thing you think when you hear South Africa. No, but he's like uh, he's like my kind of black. Half white, half half black, half Mexican. Basically. Yeah. By our powers combined, we make one. But he's, <laughs> he's half black, half white with a, kind of a British accent. Oh, yeah. You get that down there because it was a British colony for right. so long. He's he's pretty funny. It was like, oh, sorry. Since we're in the political court, I was like, yeah, him and John Oliver. I had my big old political spoonful this weekend. Ah, uh, well, there's also this. Tennessee kills municipal broadband expansion bill after AT and T's opposition. Fuck them. 
Tennessee lawmakers have defeated the proposal to expand municipal broadband with one state representative accusing fellow elected officials of caving to pressure from lobbyists. Senator Ted Gardenhire, uh, representative from Chattanooga last month, blamed AT&T for leading efforts to kill the bill. We're talking about AT&T. Gardenhire said at the time they're the most powerful lobbying organization in the state by far. Yup. And Comcast has also previously tried to prevent expansion of municipal broadband in Tennessee, having sued the Electric Power Board of Chattanooga in 2008 to prevent it from building a fiber network. Comcast lost the suit, and the Electric Power Board built its network. Now they can't expand. Right, because there's no way these two conglomerates are going to let the small-town government build their own fucking Google Fiber. For the fucking Chattanooga. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Because if one town does it, then every bumfuck backwater bullshit ain't going to stand there when we could get internet for one house and just plug it for everybody else in the fucking neighborhood. And then the, the utility petitioned the Elect- Federal Communications Commission to preempt, prevent, preempt a state law that prevents it from expanding outside its electrical service area to adjacent towns that have poor internet service. And the FCC agreed to do so, despite opposition from state officials and AT&T. Tennessee sued the FCC to preserve its law that si- that limits city-run broadband networks, and oral arguments in the case are scheduled to be heard at some point in time. But not content to wait for the legal process to play out, Brooks and Gernheyer are pushing legislation that remove the state-level restriction that prevents the utilities from expanding outside their networks, but... It failed by a 5-3 to three vote by the State House Business and Utilities Subcommittee. So once again, big business wins out. Even though with their shitty service and all the lobbying that they put that with their fake grassroots campaigns, saying, nobody wants high-speed internet. It's too fast. We Money always it. wins. I know. Paper beats rock. And right now, there's an update. Comcast told told the ARS that it did not make a formal position on this bill or any similar ones in Tennessee and does not lobby their passage or defeat. But Comcast clearly thinks that the bill was a bad idea. We have provided information on our investment in broadband infrastructure in Tennessee and the factual experiences of municipal broadband efforts in communities across the country, many of which have left communities settled in debt or like Provo, where the infrastructure was sold to Google for $1. But the debt remains. What the fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I get it. Comcast. AT&T. Bad. Fiber network. Good. Lots of horsecock. Yes. And that's it with the feed. Let's get into Randy Remembers. Okay, so this, between our ginormous break, I saw the crossover of Flash and Supergirl. I finished Justice League Volume 6, The Injustice League. I read Joker, the graphic novel, talking about the origin story of the Joker. I've seen, I've seen Justice League versus Teen Titans. 
But all of that awesomeness and coolness still hasn't taken the terrible taste of Batman v Superman out of my fucking mouth. Do you need a mint? I need a luscious dick after the fucking rancid one I just had in my mouth. So this movie has made you gay. This movie is so homeworkly gay. <laughs> this so guys, uh, the way I, I've been I've been racking my brain for two weeks since March twenty fifth. It is now April third. <laughs> third. I've been trying to figure out how the fuck am I gonna explain my feelings on Batman v Superman and because is this where my soundboard will come in handy? Basically, you would have been like, you just would have been, I can't quit you! I can't quit you! I can't quit It's just, because everyone's, everyone's just been like hounding me. Did you see Batman v Superman? What did you think of it? That's the question I've been asked 10 times, at least 10 times. The first time it was asked, at, immediately a day after I've seen it, and my thoughts were, oh, I guess it was okay. That's day one. Today, I got to ask the same question. Batman v Superman, what you think of it? Luckily, it was a church. <laughs> so my answer was very PG. It was, <laughs> it was like the Transformers of superheroes. And they're like, what? Yeah, it was the Transformers of superheroes. What do you mean? Everybody loves Transformers. I hate Transformers. I don't understand why you people like Transformers. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. The storyline is fucking ridiculous. The action scenes are all the fucking same. And it's like you you were basically watching a giant trailer that somebody cut for $14. You have just been duped and you have no fucking idea that this happened to you. So you don't like it. <laughs> and even I was, I'm, it's, I'm go ahead and say it. I can't even get the fucking words out of my mouth. It's so like, I've looked at reviews. I've heard people, you know, my brother, he hates movies. He loved it. Uh, People who really like movies fucking hate it. It's just uh, movie Bob. One of the reviewers I like fucking hates it. Kevin Smith kind of on the fence of whether or not he hates it or not. Full props. Ben Affleck is an awesome Batman. 100%. That is a feeling that is true in stone. Ben Affleck as Batman, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, I should say, is an awesome Bruce Wayne. Batman, on the other hand, was in this movie for 15 minutes. Two and a fucking half hours. He's in there for 15 minutes. Really? The Batman costume, literally, watch watch every trailer you've seen of Batman v Superman. You've seen 80% of the movie. Oh, my God. 80% of the movie is in the trailers. The other 20%, the other two and a half hours, the 20% is bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. It's the fucking Batman origin story, which every goddamn person, uh, fucking man, woman, and child on this goddamn earth knows how fucking Bruce Wayne became Batman. Everybody knows that. There's no need to show it again. We've seen the pearls. We've seen the popcorn. We know how it happened. <laughs> Fucking get off my dick. <laughs> and then Zack Snyder hates Superman. He hates Superman. I don't understand 
why they gave him Superman. He doesn't like Superman. He thinks Superman is stupid. He is the jock from high school who looked at comics and thought they were gay and then that's how he portrays Superman in these fucking movies. Man of Steel and now Batman v Superman. It's the same goddamn arrogant bullshit motherfucking cocksucking piece of shit. So that explains the petition that's going around to make sure he doesn't do another one. It is like there are petitions to get rid of him and then there are petitions to keep him on there because a back to the fucking Transformers. Everybody loves the Transformers. If Michael Bay had made Batman v Superman, it looked a goddamn exact same except with more explosions. Oh, that's the other thing about this movie. Batman v Superman. These are the main characters. They are not the most interesting characters in this movie. Wonder Woman's the main, the fucking, she's the most interesting character in this movie. She's the one who has a fucking arc. She's the fucking one who has a goal to do. She's the one who ends up changing lives and like understanding things at the end of the movie. She's the character we're supposed to be following. Batman has, is a one dimensional character. He's only filled with hate until it no longer convenient to him. That's the same goddamn, like, backwards antagonist bullshit that you would give to, like, a bully character in an 80s movie. Where it's like, I'm going to beat you up for your lunch money. But maybe we can help each other. Okay, well, then I'm not going to beat you up anymore. And this moment happens because they're both, their moms are named Martha? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, love Sorry, with the rant and everything, I had the movie War Games playing in my head. <laughs> and then, but yeah, Jonathan Kent's the worst in Man of Steel. Martha Kent, if Jonathan Kent was shit, Martha Kent is flaming shit. No, Clark, don't use your super godlike powers to help everyone unless you want to. Because, fuck them. <laughs> you be their god, be their savior, or don't. Who gives a shit? That reminds me of the trailer that they only showed. For That's me. what she says in the trailer. Oh, yeah. And that trailer, it was only showed like briefly and then it went away. That's still in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've gotten that away, let me try and run through the story real fast. So the events of Mana still happen. Metropolis is destroyed and the Wayne Tech building is destroyed along with it. Million, like not millions, I guess. Well, yeah. Millions of people have died. And who is to blame for this? Well, the fucking Kryptonians who just fucking try to kill us all. But there's still one left, right? Superman, the one who's been saving our ass. The one who saved us from the fucking Kryptonians. He's the blame, right? So a senator's like, he must be held accountable for his actions in bringing these fucking warmongering planet killers to our planet. It's not his goddamn fault! <laughs> She's being spurred by... The Walt Disney version of Lex Luthor. <laughs> Somebody gave Jesse Eisenberg the Joker script. Apparently, there was a thing that said that originally this was going to be Joker and Lex Luthor tackling Batman v Superman. And they just cut out the Joker shit but or melded them together with Lex Luthor. Because that's what it's like. I can tell that from the trailers. So he... Much. The trailer was below par. Every other fucking scene with Jesse Eisenberg is 
<laughs> There's no way you can stop me. <laughs> Every part. Even him fucking giving a blood donation to Zod Bizarro Doomsday character in the fucking Pit of Solomon or whatever that shit was. So, in some kind of elaborate half-assed scheme to just antagonize the bear, Lex sends terrible messages to Bruce Wayne saying that you let your family die. You, you're the reason why this happened. Why the fuck did you not stop this madman? See, I got Gravy Iglesias stand up on my head when he's talking about the crocodile hunter when you're talking about Lex Luthor's like, oh, look, it's the most dangerous snake on the planet. I'm going to touch it. Yeah. Oh, it's angry. <laughs> and essentially, that's what he does. He just, he hates Superman for reasons. <laughs> and well, we justify it through science. <laughs> well, he still has his hair. So that's one of the main reasons that. No, yeah, he has his hair and it gets shaved off at the end. Oh, God. No chemicals, no radiation, no bullshit. Just shaved off because, you know, they do that in prison. Whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> It'd be better if they put Kevin Spacey back there. As Lex Luthor. So, Batman saying that there's a, there's a 2% chance there has to be, he has to be sure that this guy cannot hurt the planet again. But if it's sure, and this is the thing about it, a macho man a idea of resolving an issue like this, a bully who's trying to stop another bully, Thinks about punching him first. A brilliant detective, who Batman should be, would think, well, maybe I can outsmart him. Like he does in the comics. Like he does in the comics. Like he does in the animation. Like he does in the fucking video games. Nope. I'm going to, we're going to have a punch fest, and the first one to fall down gets the planet. Fuck you. So I'm thinking Zack Snyder was given, like, okay, here, here's a comic of Superman. I don't need this. (laughs) And he makes Man of Steel. They're like, okay, here's another comic of Superman, and Batman's in it. Please read it. Fine. Which one is it called? Injustice. Okay. You know what? I like some of this stuff. I'm going to use it. This movie is three different comic books, four different comic books. The Dark Knight Returns, like 10%. (laughs) Injustice, like 90%. Those dream sequence, those are Injustice soldiers. Yeah, the the one where Batman's fighting in the desert and he's got like out in the open and shit. That's a dream. Oh, it's not a real thing. Or is it? Or uh, is it? Because I'm so glad you didn't see this movie. It's a prophetic dream. It's a dream. He's of the future. Oh, Marty, you're gonna go back to the future and stop Lois Lane from dying. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. We don't send Doc Brown. We send the Flash. There's your cameo. Fuck yourself. Okay, I was, I was about to ask, because I've heard there's rumors like Cyborg and the Flash. Right oh, no, I'm getting there. Hang on. Oh, I'm God. getting there. Oh, uh, no. That that was the most piece of shit. Like, <laughs> Did they make it looking like RoboCop? It, no, it was like, it was like, oh, fuck, we made this movie, and we were supposed to have cameos in it. Um, 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 Gal, come over here. We're, we're going to do a scene real fast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Totally disconnected from the entire movie. Kinda. <laughs> we kind of like. All right. So, so anyway, Batman needs information from Lex Luthor. Goes to his house. That's that big party scene. Okay. And then the information gets stolen by a beautiful woman who runs off. Yeah. That's Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot's looking for a picture that Lex Luthor has, and ends up being a picture of her from 1919. Okay. When she's fighting along Steve Trevor. Yeah. Okay. So, in this flash drive with the picture is metahuman data. 
seriously trailers for the next movies. Oh god. That's all it is. If they're cut, they're surveillance type trailers of the next movies. Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman. Ten second teaser trailers. Okay, so we got teaser trailers of the Flash, new new RoboCop, and SpongeBob. Yeah, okay. but okay. First off, Aquaman. If they don't give it to Zack Snyder, if they give it to anybody else, if they make Aquaman like Brave and the Bold with Jason Momoa, I think it would be amazing. It would be awesome if he just like if even just for me, just in the middle of the giant fucking battle, he just goes outrageous and then punch someone in the face i'd cream myself because that was like that'd be awesome outrageous <laughs> okay but oh okay uh. so the the dream sequence right so it's so fucking disconnected he's like he falls asleep he has a dream batman fighting in the desert superman stormtroopers superman comes down and then blasts his ass away right wakes up and then Flash pops out of a boom tube or some kind of like the speed force and goes, Bruce, Bruce, you got to make sure you got to know fucking um, you got, it's Lois. Make sure Lois is. Oh, shit. What time period is this? Fuck. I'm too early. Fuck. Bruce, find us. Find us. Wakes up again. Okay. Sorry. I got a little lost there. No shit. Right. Because <laughs> for a minute, I was thinking like. Is this Randy's interpretation of how the movie should have gone? No, or is this, this is Randy. Action? This is Randy's verbatim line reading from the movie. Holy crap! <laughs> Look it up. It's not verbatim, but it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've never in a movie, never have I in a movie, uttered the phrase out loud to myself. I went. What the serious fuck? An completely silent movie theater, and that's me going, the fuck did I just see? <laughs> oh, God. So, you're, I guess you guys are wondering about your Batman v Superman fight, right? Obviously. Yeah, well, that's why we're here. We want to see the fight. <laughs> and it's over. Really? That's how long the fight lasts, guys. Not long. Oh my god. Not a long fight. So it's like the only part of Doom where it's like was like ten minutes of worth of Pretty much. Not even ten I mean yeah, ten minutes. That's it. Oh my god. Superman loses. And what stops the fight? Let's go back to what started the fight. <laughs> Lex kidnaps Martha Kent. Saying, if you don't bring me back the head of the bat, I'm gonna bring you back the head of your mama. Go. Now, Superman investigative reporter slash center krypton embedded with the entire knowledge of an alien race who is way more advanced than us and a full-grown adult should probably have a few more ideas than well fuck it maybe i'll just punch him and see what happens because that's what he does it's like um, he even talks to lois i gotta tell i gotta convince him to fucking save my mom it's like or i gotta punch him to death and see what happens (laughs) Well, for newsflash, he's read up on you. He's ready. Ain't gonna be no punching around. You don't goofed, bitch. Please tell me that somewhere in this, Batman produces a piece of, of kryptonite. He stole that piece of kryptonite from Lex. Okay. Lex found Lex found kryptonite, stole and, and Batman stole it. 
That's the awesome Batmobile chase scene. Oh. Yeah. Does the kryptonite even get used? Of course. Okay. Kryptonite gas bombs. Oh, my God. Kryptonite spear chucker. <laughs> it's a giant spear with a kryptonite taped to the end. Really? Seriously. At, and, at least in Justice League Doom, the animated movie. The it was a kryptonite was, bullet. Yeah. That was awesome. You know, whatever, because you know, Batman, he loves using guns. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Really? Oh, he uses guns all the time. Oh, my God. He's got fucking all kinds of guns. They have that line that was from directly from The Dark Knight Returns. I'll do it, man. I'll fucking kill her. I swear I will. Big fucking 50 cal AK Batman holding there and goes, I believe you. <laughs> wow. That's from the movie. That's from the book. That's from the movie. He fucking blows that guy away. Then it's Ma Kent and Batman having a line in Batman. The one funny part in this movie. There's no jokes in this fucking movie. None of this movie is funny and until you're done watching it and think about it. That's fucking hilarious. Everything fucking stupid. But the one thing that they're like, I guess they went for a quibble. Mrs. Kent, I'm friends with your son. I know that uh, you guys have the same cape. Really? That's that's the quibble. Oh, my God. So, fucking Doomsday shows up, right? Fuck. Because if man can't kill God, then the devil will do it. Oh. Doomsday. The Teenage Mutant Doomsday is not the final form of Doomsday. He evolves as he fights. We get a more visually accurate, in, you know, looking Doomsday towards the end. But another thing. So Doomsday shooting giant fucking laser beams and we get that scene where Wonder Woman blocks it with a shield, right? They're trying to find something that could stop this thing. You know, stab it. Something that... Like a kryptonite spear, right? Mm-hmm. So we go back to where we had the big fight. Lois Lane, thinking to, you know, to protect Clark, tosses the kryptonite spear into a giant pool of water. For no fucking reason at all. So now she dives in to get it. But the building they're fighting right next collapses on top of that pool of water. Now she's trapped. They have literally nothing for Amy Adams to do and, and to, other than tease her tits. And get rescued in this movie. But then the other thing about it is, Wonder Woman has a sword. It is imbibed with magical properties. Magic hurts Kryptonians. All of them. Doomsday is part Kryptonian in this movie. Oh, yeah, they use the body. She's cutting limbs off of him. They're just regrowing. So cut his fucking head off. No! Giant kryptonite spear. I'm the only one who can fly over there, Superman says. And with his kryptonite spear, stabs Doomsday in the heart. While Doomsday stabs him with a bone shard in the heart. And they both die. The last comic this movie is based off, The Death of Superman. And soon to enter... Superboy, Steel. Seriously, I hope they do. Metallo. I want them. I want. I want them just to fast forward everything and just go Parallax Green Lantern meets Super the Metropolis Kid, fucking the the Dominator, 
the robot sent to destroy mankind from Krypton, and Henry Henry Irons, the black man's Superman. Steel! Somehow they're going to throw Metallo in there. Of course they're going to throw Metallo in there. This movie is... I didn't like it. Okay, on this. And it's like, I didn't like it when I first saw the first trailer. I was like, this movie's going to fucking suck. And then the second trailer comes out, and I'm like, more of that. Do that. That's cool. I like that. I'm Okay. Try again. Try one more time to get me in. Then they show me Wonder Woman, and I'm like, fuck, I'm in. I'm watching this goddamn movie. It's going to be the best movie because it's, 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 he learned from his mistakes. Fucking, he used the characters as he's supposed to. It makes more sense now. It's got to, you know, people have arcs and stories, and they have desires and goals and not just wanting to punch the shit out of each other. But no. And then he stabs me in the heart. Oh. <laughs> uh. So and it gives me injustice, and of course we know coming. Who gives a shit? Because we know you gotta have to show up eventually. Uh. We all know that, but it's like you're—he's doing injustice. If he's doing injustice, then do injustice. Fucking yeah! If you're setting up injustice, then set up injustice. Lois is pregnant. That happened in the tub scene, and then now. Clark comes back from the dead and he's going to be a papa and then Joker shows up and nukes Metropolis with Lois a part of the plan. Then we have injustice. And we all have to go back in time to stop it or some bullshit. Oh, how DC is so... There are... There's ten more of these movies lined up. Oh, God help us all. Zack Snyder's talking about doing the Justice League. He's talking about doing all of them. They're all going to be terrible. Yes, they will, but as usual, so tired. people still show up and drop their. Yeah, and that was the other thing. Like there was, like there, the the audience versus the critics. First off, it's not that. It's not that simple. It's the mob versus one man's opinion. Like Tommy Lee Jones said in Men in Black, a person is smart. One man's opinion is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals. Who like violence and gore. The Coliseum, WrestleMania. These are the people that loved Batman v Superman. Because that's exactly what it was. It was a Coliseum fight. There was no, you know, we tried to add a little drama or some some Shakespearean bullshit around it. But in the end, it's just two motherfuckers beating each other up. That's all it is. So when a critic says, this movie's stupid. It's just two motherfuckers beating each other up. No, it's not. It's the most greatest motherfucking thing I've ever seen. Says the people. Says the mob. Mob mentality. Of course they're going to love it. Of course they're going to spend $500 million in the first weekend because the mob loves that shit. A person is smart and the critics stand by themselves, but they stand together in their dislike of this movie. But the mob, they stand together as one, one voice. They love Batman v Superman. They think it's the greatest thing ever. Fuck the critics. Fuck the haters. Hashtag YOLO swagboards. Justin Bieber. Okay. So on the scale of keep your goddamn money to spend all your monies, where would this fall? Be a person. Be that one voice. Be your own voice. Go see the movie if you want to. If you want to see the movie, no problem. Go ahead and see it. Make your own opinion on it, though. Watch it by yourself. 
Watch it without hearing anyone else's opinion on it, if you can. Try to think of your... Try to watch this movie and how it makes you feel. And then that's whether you like it or not. I was not excited at the end of this movie. I was not looking forward to what happens next. I don't care about these characters. Uh, and they're... And they're... I don't... I don't feel vested in their triumphs. And I don't feel hurt by their tragedies. This is a bad movie, guys. Keep your money if you want. I mean, if you want to listen to my opinion, don't go see this movie. Wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. Then pirate the Blu-ray. <laughs> because you know what? Do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. You're hard-fitted indeed. Being a pirate is a wretched thing. Do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I like it. I I feel, I feel like uh, a, a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. Uh, seriously, like I just exercised the demons <laughs> again. I feel like it. Ah, uh, 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 feel so much better. There we go. <laughs> Get it all out. I do. I feel so much better. I just ah uh, uh. So you want to close it out? Yeah. Uh, this is John and Randy. This has been Dog Fin Radio.